Welcome to It's All Connected. I'm your host, Adam Nye. Hello and welcome to It's All Connected. Um, my name is Adam Nye. I am uh, the bass player and singer of Too Bad Eugene, who you just heard, just a snippet there at the beginning of the podcast. That's our song Wedding Story, which you can find on our 2000, the year 2000 uh, debut album, at any rate, produced by uh, punk rock icon Mike Herrera of MXPX. Um, but this show is not really about music. Um, this uh, this show, this podcast is about connecting the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU, and, and some other nerdy stuff in general, um, to the other thing I love uh, a ton, the, the, one of the things I've devoted my life to, which is theology, Christian theology. Um, so I, I want to connect the MCU to, to life, um, the way, you know, to our lives, to, to faith, to philosophy, psychology, the big stuff. Because that's what, you know, fantasy, mythological storytelling is so good at tapping into. Um, so this is episode one. I'm really excited about this. Um, I don't know exactly how often I will post new episodes, but I've got uh, some ideas uh, for, for future episodes I'm really excited about. And, and what I'll be doing is taking either a um, an individual MCU movie or show um, or maybe... Um, a fr uh, individual franchise, or even just a theme that runs through a, through several of those stories, and just connecting it to the things um, that, uh, well, frankly, that that I do in my teaching. I am a teacher. I'm a um, uh, I have a PhD in theology from the University of Aberdeen, and a master's degree in theology from Fuller Seminary, and an undergraduate degree in theology from. Um, Bethany College, which then became Bethany University, and then eventually um, went out of existence uh, very, very sadly years ago. Anyway, um, so that's just a bit about uh, about who I am. I'm I'm uh, a, a trained theologian. I love this stuff. Uh, I am also kind of a, a punk rock musician, but I'm also a total nerd. I mean, I think any theology theologian would have to be a nerd. Um, and I nerd out big time about Marvel, a little bit about Star Wars, um, and quite a bit about um, Tolkien, the, the Lord of the Rings. Um, I love the Lord of the Rings movies. I don't love the Hobbit movies. Um, but where you get a similar big interconnected story universe, uh, similar to the MCU, and Tolkien is in the books. Uh, to me, that, that has not really happened so much in the movies yet. Um, but the, we've got this new TV show that'll be coming out, which is going to be getting into the second age of Middle Earth. Um, but really, it, it's in the Silmarillion and those other kinds of books that you get this really expanded mythology in, in Tolkien um, that on the screen, to me, nothing has rivaled the Marvel Cinematic Universe in, in recreating a big, sprawling um, storytelling universe with different phases to it now that we're getting into star Wars is trying to give us this um, it, 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 with relative success, but the MCU is, is just the best. So what I want to do this episode is just kind of um, set the stage for this podcast in general. Um, 
And rather than talk about any individual movie or franchise uh, within the MCU, I want to just sort of make a parallel between the MCU and this other nerd stuff I've been talking about, Star Wars, Tolkien, um, and the Bible. Because um, something I, I bring up in my teaching quite a bit, um, in my, um, I, I guess I talked about my education. I haven't talked about my teaching. I'm a high school teacher by day. I teach uh, Bible and, and theology at uh, Valley Christian High School in San Jose, California. Um, and by night, I teach for two different seminaries, Western Seminary, uh, which is um, centered in Portland, Oregon, but they've got uh, two campuses in California, Sacramento and San Jose. So I, I've been doing teaching at the San Jose campus for several years, uh, though obviously over the last year, it's been all online uh, because of the global pandemic. Um, but I also teach online for Regent University's School of Divinity. They're located in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Uh, I'm in California, but it's all online. Uh, anyway, in my high school classroom, which again, I teach, all, all of my classes are Bible and theology, but my classroom is covered in Marvel posters. Um, and I've got one Mandalorian Star Wars poster. And, um, you know, I, I love that. At the beginning of the year, my students, when they first come in, the parents, when they come to back to school night, they're like, that's a little odd. But what I explain to them is, number one, this is me sharing a little bit of myself because I'm a total Marvel nerd. I've got these posters. I also have, you know, a, a, a big um, Infinity Gauntlet, but it, the one that uh, Iron Man made, but it's, you know, the size for the Hulk with all the Infinity Stones on it. And I have a Captain America shield. My incredible wife, Rachel, got me both of those as Christmas presents the last two Christmases. Um, so those are in my classroom, too. Um, and the reason I have all that stuff in a Bible classroom is because I genuinely believe that watching those kinds of movies with, um, you know, which have their own, any individual Marvel movie has its own story arc. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end. But at the same time, it's connected to a larger thing that um, is ever expanding. I mean, it's been massively expanding the last, um, was it 13 years that it's existed? But in the next two years, it's going to like double in size. Um, so there's, it, it's huge. Um, it, it can be a little intimidating when you first step into it. There have been several major events that you kind of need to track where any individual story is in, re in relation to those events. Um, and I don't think anybody really fully gets everything out of any of these uh, movies by simply watching them by themselves. You, you've got to get into discussions with other people who have seen it to get everything out of it. Or, you know, you've got to watch commentary, um, you know, break down YouTube videos or podcasts, um, video essays, that kinds of thing to, to really get everything out of these things. And the more you do that, I truly believe you become a better reader of the Bible if you're the kind of person that reads the Bible, which, um, you know, people of faith are supposed to be. Uh, and I always make the argument because not all of my students are Christians. And I and I make sure their parents know this on back to school night. Um, I, this is a value for anybody, whether or not you ascribe to a particular religion. Learning about religion helps you um, be a thoughtful participant in our culture especially where I live in the Silicon Valley, which is a religious and, you know, cultural and racial melting pot. There's lots of different kinds of people. And the more you study religions and their central texts, 
the more you're able to understand the people who inhabit those traditions. So for anybody who wants an understanding of what the Bible is, um, though, especially for those who claim it uh, as their, uh, their scripture, as I do, we become much better readers of that when we, when we have something from our own world that's doing a similar thing. Not exactly the same thing, but, you know, at least somewhat similar. The, um, the Bible is a collection of texts from various genres, right? There's, um, there's history books. There are um, poetic, uh, there's collections of, of poetic wisdom sayings. There are uh, worship songs, which we call psalms. Um, there's, there's prophetic literature. And then there's a few things that are like unique. Uh, there's genres of literature that are um, unique to the Jewish and Christian canons. You have the Torah um, in what Christians call the Old Testament and uh, Jewish people would call the Tanakh or the Hebrew Bible. Um, that's a distinct kind of literature. It's, uh, it's got some historical narrative. It's got some, um, you know, creation, um, you know, I, I think we can call creation mythology, by which I don't mean is uh, fiction, but it is the kind of literature meant to establish, like, the meaning of the world. Um, and, uh, but it's got this, you know, legal stuff embedded within it. Uh, very interesting kind of literature. And the Gospels are also kind of unique. When you get to the New Testament and you look at the Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you've got these distinct genres of literature. Um, that are kind of a biography, but not really, because you don't get the whole life of Jesus. You get, in only two of the four, a snippet of his childhood. Uh, really, only Luke, you get his childhood. Matthew and Luke, you get his birth. Um, but then you really just get um, a, a story about his death and the things that lead up to, uh, you know, you, you get his public ministry, which all of which is sort of aimed at the conflict um, that is provoked by his public ministry, his public teaching that lead to his crucifixion, resurrection. Um, and then the way the, the rest of the New Testament treats the Gospels, it kind of treats them as like the big culminating event that you then look back on all the previous um, stories and see them kind of coming to this this grand conclusion. So anyway, you, you've got stories that span thousands of years. They come in different genres. Um, many of them have stories that are self-contained. They have a beginning, middle, and an end. Uh, if you just look at the life of jo uh, Joseph in the last part of Genesis, I think you find a, a fairly dis uh, distinct story. Some have called it the Joseph novella. Um, it, 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 it has its own internal structure, but of course it's contained within the book of Genesis because it connects to everything that comes before. But it's also within the Torah. It's a, it, the life of Joseph is a pivotal uh, turning point in the story of uh, of the Torah. It leads kind of directly into the life of Moses, even though that's 400 years later. Uh, it's still, you, you know, to get what's going on in the history of Israel, you've got to get that turning point event. So you get these individual stories, they connect to other things, and they all connect to each other and create this massive literary world we can step into. Um, I don't think people always treat the Bible that way, especially because we speak of it in the singular, the Bible. We kind of think of it as just this, I don't know, this one fairly simple thing. 
a lot of Christians, because they consider it the word of God, um, they're just kind of looking for words from God. They're looking for a Bible verse that speaks to them, uh, maybe speaks to their situation. A lot of people do their devotional reading from a devotional book that just sort of pulls out a couple of verses for the day for them to meditate on um, without ever really getting into the habit of inhabiting this larger interconnected narrative world with all of its ups and downs and its, its twists and turns. I think Marvel and Tolkien, because you have to read Tolkien, but um, for a lot of people who don't want to read, who, who, but who like, you know, kind of action-packed movies, man, the, the Marvel Universe gives us something of a helpful parallel. You've got, you know, slightly different genres. I, I would say we are at a fun turning point in the history of the Marvel Cinematic Universe as it's starting to expand its diverse genres a bit more. I mean, so far it's been, you know, it's been action movies. There have been kind of some different kinds. There's been, um, you know, the grounded kind of sci-fi of, of Iron Man at the beginning, the period uh, piece of the first Captain America movie, and then the cosmic fantasy of Thor. And then that expanded a bit with the kind of, you know, uh, space opera of, <laughs> of Guardians of the Galaxy. Get a heist movie with Ant-Man and that kind of thing. WandaVision is really, right now, is really helping us expand more. I mean, that's a very distinct kind of genre of storytelling we really haven't had in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So you get these different sort of things. They have their own beginning, middle, and the um, and end. The Avengers movies have served as the big um, sort of turning points in the narrative, maybe those along with Captain America Civil War, which many of us, myself included, consider Avengers 2.5. Um, but yeah, that's, that's just sort of a helpful shining light back on uh, something the Bible is doing. Not everything the Bible is doing, but uh, it's something of a helpful tracking starting point. Um, one sort of final anecdote from my seminary teaching that I think helps see the value in starting to think this way about the Bible is uh, I, I've taught uh, a class called Biblical Theology in um, uh, for the seminary, I, uh, for one of the seminaries I teach at. And the first written assignment given to these students. And if you don't know what a seminary is, it's a place where people who want to kind of go into um, ministry. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's advanced biblical and theological training for pastors or other people who maybe don't want to be professional pastors, but want to, um, you know, get that kind of training to do, uh, to do that level of ministry. Um, so in this biblical theology class, the first assignment I give is they have to take the, um, they have to design a Sunday school class that introduces the whole story of the Bible, right? So not all the necessarily the literature of the, of the Bible. You don't necessarily have to go into uh, the poetry or prophecy um, stuff, except for where it helps serve the, the development of the narrative. But you're trying to take the whole biblical story spanning, you know, what is a couple thousand years and break it into 20 episodes. So you're going to you do 20 a 20-week uh, Sunday school class where each week does another episode in the story. So you can't do like a, a week on, um, you know, the Torah or and then a week on the history books. You've got to be thinking about an event. It doesn't have to be like a single day event. It can be something like um, uh, the life of David or something like that. But it, still, you know, it's got to be something that you can talk about 
whatever uh, degree of depth you're able to do in one week, one one hour Sunday school class. And so they've got to try to tell the whole biblical story in 20 episodes. And that's a fun exercise because it makes you take a, a huge developed narrative and break it into what you think are the top 20 most essential points. And then once they've got that and they've, and it doesn't have to be a huge, you know, lesson plan. They just have to basically give me a title, um, the biblical texts that cover the, the episode that they're going to talk about. And then like a two week description of what that week, sorry, a two sentence description of what that week's uh, lesson would cover. And then once they have those 20, without altering any of those 20, they have to take 10 out. (laughs) And the remaining 10 would be like a 10 week version of that same class. And the point of these exercises is, what do you think, uh, you know, if you could just take 10 turning point episodes would give you the closest approximation to the overall story arc of the whole biblical narrative. It's a very challenging task, Um, but it, it has a similar kind of fun challenge to it that um when when we were all kind of getting ready for infinity war or maybe once we had seen infinity war and we wanted to tell other people like what what marvel movies like if if you could only give people uh five marvel movies that they had to see before you saw infinity war what would those be and i got into all kinds of fun conversations and debates about which those five should be or if you broke it down to three because of course there's no perfect answer to that right like Honestly, the way they made Infinity War, the only way to totally know what was going on in that movie, well, really in that one and Endgame together, you would have had to see everything. Like they honestly picked up some thread from like every single movie. So the idea of, okay, what was the most important though? If you couldn't see everything, if you were just going to see 10, 7, 5, 3, whatever, you know, what was the most important? So this was a similar thing that the students were doing with the Bible. And it was very revealing because I had a ton of students that like had tons, even in their 10 lesson version, they did like seven of them from Adam and Eve to Moses and then skipped from Moses to Jesus. And, and that meant they had like, uh, I, I've seen a couple that had like a, a couple of lessons on the flood, the Noah's flood. Because they just thought that was absolutely essential to, to the biblical story. Uh, but then they had nothing on David. They had nothing on uh, the Babylonian exile. Um, which, you know, to me, to my understanding of the biblical story, once you get to Jesus, if you don't have David and you don't have the Babylonian exile and the aftermath of the return from it, you don't have the setting for Jesus. The, what it means to call Jesus the Messiah and what it means for, you know, uh, Jesus fulfilling the prophecy of the Old Testament. Yeah, there's some that the New Testament picks up from the Torah, you know, quite a bit, but it certainly doesn't exhaust, you know, the scope of what Jesus is doing. Um, so that was, you know, a, a fun way of like uh, using kind of the sorts of conversations we have about Marvel all the time. Like what are the, what's the essential viewing and using that as a, as a way to look at the biblical story. What are the, uh, what's the essential turning points in this biblical story to, to really understand um, its shape? Because yes, its shape is determined for, um, for the Christian reader of scripture. It's determined um, by the gospel, by the, you know, the life, the teaching, the death and resurrection of, of Jesus Christ. 
Um, but that has a backstory and that backstory has a particular shape. And so how do you articulate the shape of that backstory succinctly? It's a, it's a, uh, it's a challenge with no perfect answer, but it generates great conversations, the kinds of conversations we have about Marvel. So I'm really looking forward to, um, to what we're going to be doing in this podcast in the next, uh, you know, however long it goes as I, um, make these kinds of connections and, and we'll dive a little bit deeper into individual stories and how they connect to distinct points of Christian theology, uh, or just kind of maybe even current events. Cause of course, a, a lot of these movies do that. So, um, please, uh, I, I would love to hear your feedback. You can, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Adam Nye, A-D-A-M-N-I-G-H. Um, please, uh, hit me up there. Um, as this podcast progresses, I'll probably, you know, generate a uh, email account for it if there's the need for that. Uh, and I'd just love to hear your feedback. So have a great one and I'll talk to you next time.